0: This morning, I just wanted to, you know, just leading into communion, I just wanted to quickly share. Julian said, honey, it's only 15 minutes. And I go, I know. Like, I know. And then last night, I was up till late, and I'm like, I'm not good at these 15-minute messages. They're really hard. You've got to, like, cut, 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 cut. So 15 minutes. Um, but I, I really wanted to share on uh, relationship and on heart issues. Relationships are so close to God's heart. I don't think we realise it. You know, Pastor Brian spoke about it a few weeks ago, but he cares deeply about the quality of our relationships and the way we do life together. So we're not created to have superficial connections just based on convenience or just on a Sunday. We're designed to actually be deeply connected, sharing our lives, feeling one another's pain, sharing our joy together and walking the journey of life. So we can see this in John chapter 17. Jesus prays for this just before he was arrested to go to the cross. And he he prays that they all may be one As you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe you sent me. And when you read that entire passage of Scripture, that is just so moving on your heart because you realise the relationships we share together are actually priority for God. The quality of those relationships are priority for God. It's such a priority that Jesus ready to face the cross, actually prayed about our relationships. That is amazing. It blows me away. Um, so he prays that the oneness between God and the Father and Jesus, the, sorry, God the Father and Jesus the Son would be exactly the same oneness between us, that kind of oneness. That's a oneness that you cannot find in the world. You can't get any closer than that. You can't go any deeper than that. But there is a progression because after Jesus prays for that oneness, he then goes on to say that they also, we, may be one in us, in him and the Father. So there is a key that when we draw our hearts together, we can actually access an intimacy in God and a closeness with God that we can't by ourselves you know, it doesn't matter, you know, how much time you spend in your prayer closet alone, and that is important, and I'm not downgrading that, but there is a corporate closeness and intimacy with God that you can access when you join your hearts together. So, if you're feeling, this is a key, being a key for me, if I'm feeling away from God, and I'm feeling disconnected from Him, I pay closer attention to my relationships. I come and I I bring my heart again, I connect my heart again and the, the pathway to that connection is always humility. You know, pride, pride um, tears people apart, it disconnects people but humility, it, it starts joining hearts, honour joins hearts. So um, the world and its worries always wires us to disconnect and to isolate um, and and we don't even realise we do this. You know, I didn't even realise this is my pattern, but people started saying, Heidi, you're disconnecting, you're running away, you're isolating. I'm like, am I? No, I'm totally fine. I'm, I'm cool. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but the Bible says the heart is deceitful above all else. And so sometimes we don't know what we're doing because the patterns of our life, and are just on our life is on autopilot, and our heart is deceitful and it's so important to have someone who you are submitting your life under. You say, speak to me, tell me what you see. You know, that that has saved me in this church. So, There is a lot in this passage passage of scripture in John 17, but just one more thing is that Jesus says that if we have this oneness, the world will believe that God sent him to earth as our saviour. The world will see his love. So this is incredible. He's saying, Jesus is saying that our relationships speak our relationships speak to our community. They say something about him. They say something about his mission. They say why God sent him and they say everything about his love. So, you know, the way, you know, I always, uh, I've, I've always been very task orientated. I like to be very productive and, um, and I know this church is based on relationship and I never really understood it. And I'm like, but what do you get to tick off your list, you know, when you're doing relationship? Like, it kind of seems like a waste of time. Like, Julian knows, I I love him, but I need to go over here and do some work. I need to get stuff done. (laughs) And God has just completely changed my whole thinking and my whole heart to this, because I realise you can be productive, you can get stuff done, that's important, but if you don't put into your relationships you know, you're losing something of the heart of God and the best that God has for you, but you're also losing an ability, the ability to testify to your community. So the way I love him and my children speaks to my community. The way we love each other speaks, it says something about Jesus to our community. Not just anything, it speaks of his love and the reason God sent him. Um, so the way you love your pastors and leaders, the way you honor them, it speaks to the community, the way you love your brothers and sisters in Christ speaks. So there is a testimony in our relationships waiting to be heard. Um, It has the incredible potential to reveal Christ, to bear witness to his mission of redemption, love and forgiveness. And that's so desperately needed in a world that's just fractured. It's fractured. The relationships are fractured. Family homes are broken. Hearts are broken. And I've been, you know, so I never thought I took this house for granted. I I really am so grateful for it because I came from that past of brokenness and fractured family. But I know whenever I uh, have an event on, even if it's a kid's birthday party, there will always be someone who is a non-Christian who says to me, you are so lucky. I honestly haven't met any people as nice as this. Like, your friends, your family circle are amazing. And I'm like, yes, they are. Isn't that, you know, you kind of forget it every day. But thank God, thank God for this house. Thank God for where he bought us. So, um, relationships in the house can seem like a very inward thing but they're not they're actually a launching pad for our collective testimony to the community that's amazing um one more scripture I wanted to just speak about is uh you know I mentioned heart issues before and the scripture in Proverbs 4.23, which is, I've always gone back to, it says, guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. And um, the term issues of life in the original Hebrew is translated to mean the paths of life. So it's it refers to mapping. It's saying that from the heart of a person, a map or a chart of their life is drawn. And that just blows me away again because you know, whatever is in your heart maps out your future. Whatever is going on in there, so, you know, I know my what my future would have been. I've got a very strong sense of what my future would have been had I not connected my heart in here and let God work on it. It would have been complicated, damaging Hurtful, it would have been awful, you know. And thank God, He brought me here and He changed my heart. He transformed my life and He mapped out a new future for me. And that's what He wants to do for every single person sitting in this room today. It is not by accident that you are here. He has a destiny and a plan for your life, and He wants to map out a new uh, chart for you, a new pathway for you that's filled with blessing and abundance, and the goodness of God. And, you know, even when I'm, I'm, you know, following my, my map, sometimes it gets rocky, sometimes it gets difficult, but it is never, ever as hard as doing life without Jesus. It's never as hard as being disconnected from my Heavenly Father. I am blessed even in the valley, <laughs> you know, even in the rocky times, and I know that there's so many people in this house who feel the same way. So, um, so, you know, a lot of people feel like, I, I don't know where to go in my future or I don't know what the next step is for me. I don't know where I fit in. The answer is in your heart. It is in your heart. You come back to God. You begin to give Him your heart afresh. You begin to open your heart to the leaders that He's put in your life. He's going to change what's in there. He's going to begin to renew you. He's going to begin to revive you. You know, I've been through times where I've thought, I am never, ever, ever, ever going to be healed from that pain. That is just going to be with me for the rest of my life. And I thought I was, you know, there's times where I thought I was dead. Julian can testify to it. I was pretty dead. And God breathed life into me and he resurrected me. Not only that, the leaders, the pastors in this place began to speak the word of God over me and it just lifted me out of every single valley that I was in. So that's why I'm so passionate about it because I'm like, you know, when you deal with your heart, when you deal with the issues of your heart, God begins to upgrade you, he begins to release new life into you, you begin to find your family in Christ. So, um, relationships are the greatest teacher of the heart and I've learned so much about my heart from the people in my life, even mostly the, really, mostly the people I've clashed with I have exposed a lot in my heart. Thank God for that because we don't want hidden things in our heart and, you know, I've got, Two boys, eleven and fourteen, they are the greatest teacher of one another's heart. Levi is the greatest teacher of Archie's heart at the moment. <laughs> you know, um, so so don't despise the relationships that are difficult. God uses them to teach your heart. He uses them to show you what's in your heart. He, you know, sometimes I know I would, I would recoil because. I was scared of seeing what was in my heart. I didn't want to see it. It was negative. It was ugly. It was complicated. It was dysfunctional. But then I realized that this is the grace of God who wants to, you know, doesn't want me to suppress it and push it down and try to keep doing life. He wants to heal me and make me new. And that's exactly what He wants to do for you. So um, I hope, does this make sense for everyone? Do you feel it inside? <laughs> That's good. So, so, I would really love to take communion this morning. Um, but it talks about, you know, in the Bible that if even if we have an offering to bring to God, leave your offering and go go fix your relationship with your brother if there's a problem. And I'm not saying that everyone needs to run around and <laughs> do that right now. But I just wanted to um, encourage you that the relationships you share with one another is so important to God. It's so important to Him. And, you know, even if if we come to Him bearing gifts and offering, He doesn't want it. He actually wants, what He really wants is your heart to be pure and clean before Him, to be open and transparent before Him. And He wants your relationships to be Uh, to be restored, you know, so you can join your hearts together again. So, um, you know, the oneness we share is, is something that is in the spirit. It's not in the soul. And this is something that I've learned that, you know, the soul is your mind, will and emotions. It's what you think, it's what you feel and it's what you believe. And we can relate to one another on that basis. And it, all it does is develop sort of a, a comfortable, cosy relationship and you'll gravitate to people that you would naturally be friends with anyway outside of church. But relationships in the spirit transcend everything. They transcend what you feel. They transcend what you think. They transcend what you want. And they transcend opinions and personalities. And that's where the oneness of Christ begins to draw hearts together. That's where we become one body, one mind, one spirit under him. So this morning, I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful for um, the people in this house that have been so Gracious to me, so patient with me, so loving and truthful all at once. Um, I just, I love Nanny and Papa. I love you with all my heart. And I just wanted to, I don't know, I suppose express my gratitude, but at the same time, just throw out a welcome to every single person here, no matter where you're at with God or where you're at in life. This is a safe place. This is a safe place to come and bring your heart before Him. Um, you know, all the issues of your heart don't, don't matter to anyone in here. I'm pretty sure we've seen it all. And, you know, the love and the restoration and the healing that is available in this house is real. It's true. And I'm, I'm a living testimony of that. So praise God. Praise God for sending Jesus. Praise God for giving us this church. We're just really grateful. So thank you.